This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Fraser, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. So we gamed last night, and it was an interesting game. It was uh, it was not what I expected it would be. In the previous session, they had what had they done? They had they had been their train had been robbed. So because of that, they were seeking to find who had robbed their train. Right? Sounds good. So. We started the game off with a question, as usual. It kind of derailed first, and haha, <laughs> no pun intended. And uh, they kind of jumped right into the interrogation and trying to figure out what was going on. We had a small cast last night, so I think that's why we like we're like, okay, we're starting, and we just started role playing. So we start off with a question. Complete this sentence and tell us about it. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Roger said. He wishes someone he could share a romantic evening in a nice restaurant. He misses his wife and children dearly. Sombra said, I wish I had someone who I could share a bouncy castle. Next time I toss down my mansion, we're all going to jump around at a fancy bouncy castle. Once you bounce, you'll never want to leave. Lawson said he has found someone to share his life and adventures with. Toes. The two have formed a bond like, unlike anything he has ever imagined. Miles wishes he had someone to share his fear with. His fear, he, he fears he isn't doing right by his god and not following her commands. He fears that one day he will wake with no power and no love for his, from his god. It's pretty good. It's pretty deep for Miles. So we start out interrogating these two guys, Rafik and Nazim, who's, for some reason, I had trouble locating their names. Storyteller seeds, specific prompts. Some page breaks in there. Thing doesn't like... Not page breaks, line breaks. This thing does not like the line breaks. I wish that every time I hit enter in the editor, it would I would get a return over here, but that doesn't work that way. <laughs> if there's a setting I can change, ooh, time to ask Dimitri. Anyway, so Rafik and Nazim here. Roger has this, this ultra-loth eye that tells him, because he put it in the left eyeball, eye socket, it tells him what this person's greatest fear is. So Rafik fears that he will never leave the city of brass. And Nazim's greatest fear is chaos. And I got these off of a feargenerator.com, I think. Tristan looked it up as we were playing. He will. Okay, so feargenerator.com. It worked pretty good. My the thing I was gonna use was text synth here. And it was working before, but it chose not to work last night. I bet it's gonna work right now, huh? No, nope. doesn't look like it's working. So this is supposed to be a GPT-2 language model. If I hit stop, yeah, it's just not working here. It stopped totally. Large temperature seed. And this was like talk to transformer and it, it, would, it would complete the text. And it was working last week, it was really cool. Cause I could type something like, what is my greatest fear? My greatest fear is, and then it would say something. Half the time it would spout nonsense, but hey, the other half of the time, it worked really well. I had, there's a good Reddit thread here that talked to it. So where were we? Looking for talk to transformer. site is down and no longer translate text. Yeah, it's, uh, should have read to the end, huh? Well, so I'm going to go look for a, another Talk to Transformer. I'll just leave this web search up. Anyway, it was really cool. And it was working last week. I don't understand. I don't understand. 
Anyway, so we used feargenerator.com and or .org or something like that. And I just clicked through a bunch of them until I got something good, something I liked. Because some of them were kind of weird, some of them were kind of specific to modern times. So I don't think that would have worked well. So my plan for this session was that the players were going to track down the Axum, the guy who had a who had uh, robbed their train. And what had happened was not that at all. <laughs> it it was quite the opposite, actually. So let's see here. They ended up. I don't even have any of this written down. They ended up doing some research into different things. They came up with a great, great, great idea. So I plan on editing down and releasing it as a podcast, but that has not worked for me so far, but it will. Wow. I've been a member for four months now. That's crazy. Come on, launch the game. Roll 20. So I'm starting to look into Foundry. I'm not doing a very good job of looking into Foundry. <laughs> I'm mostly asking people questions about it. But from what I'm seeing, it's a really, really good alternative to Roll20. And I do all my Roll20 stuff in Brave because I have a separate browser so I can use the extensions. I use a couple extensions. I think I've talked about them before, so I'm not going to talk about them again. But they, they help immensely with my DMing. Uh, but just looking at it, I usually come to Chrome. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have the extension, so it doesn't have all the little tweaks in there, but it's good enough for me. It, it works well to look at stuff. So we were looking at um, the Gazrian Art last night. We were trying to figure out, they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with it, how they were going to get an apprentice to do it, and how they were going to do get a forge on the plane of fire. So someone came up with a simulacrum. I didn't even know how it came up. It came up though. Someone was like, well, why don't we just make a simulacrum of this guy? And then that simulacrum will never ever make a weapon, right? And uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty fair, right? It's, it's a, it's a out of the box idea. It's, I mean, thinking about it now, maybe, maybe because it's a simulacrum, it's the same guy, but it's really not the same guy. So I told him it would work. Yeah. Good plan guys. Good plan. I really like that. Then to get the fire, I envisioned if they didn't make a deal with somebody in the city of Brass or just outside the city of Brass to use their forge, I envisioned like a, just opening a portal to the plane of fire and having to fend it or something. So yeah, I thought that would be really freaking cool. And I imagined, I don't know, just a hole in the floor, right? With the elemental fire coming up from it. Very exciting, very exciting. But they decided to use a, a fire elemental. That's the very exciting part, by the way. Fire elemental is very exciting. So they decided to use a fire elemental. Very exciting. I really like that idea. Because a fire elemental is born from the plane of fire, right? And they are fire from the plane of fire. So, hey, perfect. Great idea, guys. Again, amazing job getting skirting around my restrictions, right? Again, these were these are things that I put up that I didn't necessarily have a solution for, right? I wanted them to go to City of Brass. That's why I put the plane of fire thing in there. I wanted it to be difficult. So I wanted them to find someone who's currently an apprentice blacksmith. I wanted them to, ooh, that's a, that's a, that's a fine line there. Currently an apprentice blacksmith who's teaching the simulacrum. <laughs> Actually, they have somebody. So technically he is an uh, apprentice. The weapon must be the, be the last weapon made by that blacksmith. 
So yes, yes, this is these are all great things that my players skirted around. So we plan, set a lot of time up playing that, planning that out. Unfortunately, I did not record it. <laughs> I I have something set up for my starting screen, right? You've all seen that, I'm sure. If not, I have a starting screen set up on Streamlabs, and it usually captures my desktop sounds, right? So usually I'm like running Minecraft or something in the background, and uh, it'll pick up those sounds. And I don't mind that too much, right? Because it's uh, it's usually soft music or it's zombies growling or something like that. But when we when I do that on Tuesdays, I I mute that audio because that audio is my players talking. And it's my players talking without me, and it's my players talking without any visual reference. So I I just mute it. Problem is, I forget to unmute it. Found myself a workaround. I just muted that, hit it, and now I've added in a new audio source that is my desktop audio. So I have better control over that, I guess. is It's basically a second duplicate audio source, and th that audio source is not used on my starting screen. The starting screen, or it, it, the problem was it was like a default sound source that I couldn't really get rid of. There was no no technical source for it. There's always two sources, right? The, there was a desktop audio source, and then there was something else too, that mic audio source, which I was having problems with too. So I muted that and hit it. So, hey, figuring out Streamlabs, one, one something out of something, something. All right. So yeah, so a lot of that wasn't recorded. We took a break right then. I was frustrated. Uh, I stopped recording and everybody was like, well, why'd you stop? <laughs> I'm like, because I'm grumpy. That's why I stopped. So I started it again because <laughs> that's, that's not a good reason, right? That's why we got friends to push us in directions that we don't think we can go, right? And they were like, why? And I was like, I, I don't know. Why? Why? Because I'm grumpy. I felt like it. I'm throwing a fit. That's why. That's why I did it, because I'm throwing a fit. <laughs> so I stopped throwing my fit and started recording again. So likely if I ever get this actual play up, we're going to be missing the first half of it. Maybe I'll do something crazy like go through and have everybody read their lips. <laughs> anyway, so after that, I dropped, I had name dropped Sufani from in the last session from Miles' God, which we now have a little more foundation about because I actually sat down and put it into World Anvil. And no, it's not here, of course. Do, 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 Lady in Blue, there we go. Oh man, not monitoring my chat again. <clears throat> I'm so bad about this. But here we go, Lady in Blue. She is a blue lady in tattered robes. And she is, she likes beheading. Her face is a statue and she carries five heads with her and those heads talk for her all in unison one of them is an outsider and talks in a foreign language very cool very cool let's see here so we should be able to just boom control paste boom there we go and that is that and now what i should be doing also oh man so add a page so we did three and put a link in here in blue <clears throat> okay now we've got that link in one note so yeah she is a very interesting character and there is a lot of stuff uh in the background that um 
players don't know about. And there's that beautiful, beautiful picture. This is from, wow, that is a big picture. This is from Hole in the Sky. I should probably credit that somewhere. Well, let's go back and edit person. Footnotes, footnotes, where are you? Where are your sections? Sections. Footnotes, associated manuscript, sidebar, bottom. Footnote, footer. Footer, with footer, author's notes, associated block. Comment free placeholder, feedback placeholder, associated organization chart, author's note. See, that's right very top of the comment section. It's not considered part of the article, but a message from the article to the reader. Full with footer. <clears throat> very bottom of your article under both the left and right columns. Footnotes. This content will appear at the bottom of the column of your article. <clears throat> Keep writing on your article. I can see anything yet under the rest of your content. Okay, so we'd want it in here. In blue is from ECC Adventure. They're not called modules anymore. They're called adventures. Adventure hole in the sky. Uh, what do you do? You put quotes around that? Is that what you do? Is that saved? Saved. Oh, I love the autosave. I love the autosave, except I'm scared it's not going to work because it hasn't in the past. All right. Anyway, so what are we doing? I dropped Chufa Um Sofani's name and we did some follow up on that. Miles just kind of randomly asked around. He was asking the general populace and I was like, uh, so you're asking the Afridi or are you asking other people or who are you asking? He chose to ask the Afridi. The Afridi were a bit scared of that name, but mostly angry when he, he approached them with it. Am I going out of focus there? Am I in focus, out of focus? I should wear my glasses, huh? I bet I can tell better with my glasses. I feel like I'm pretty in focus there. My glasses are hella dirty, but you know. All right, so yeah, where were we? Where were we? Chufa Um so funny. So there was a, a sit down with, with Roger. Miles talked to Roger and said, hey, you know, I got this name. Can you help me out? And Roger was like, oh man, you, you, you might've started something here with us that, that may be bad, right? And so I may follow up with that, you know, they name dropping a, a known rebel to the general populace is going to get you turned in probably. So there may be some, some, some repercussions to him walking around, just asking random people. Roger did a little more covert research. He has the criminal background. So that means he's got like a uh, contact in every city or knows how to get a hold of a contact in every city. So we did a little role play with a, a, a merchant, a member of the black market which was the closest thing I told him to Thieves Guild here. So he got the information where she was last seen, sometimes seen, something like that. I don't remember exactly what I said. So they, they pretty much stormed the castle. They disguised themselves as females because this is a female-only place. And they, they go right in and they're looking around. And that didn't get them anywhere, unfortunately. And I think I let it go on a little too long. I think there should have been a point where I was like, Okay, guys, this is, you're wrong. I, I, I got to that point. It was a way, way, way later. It felt like maybe an hour for this little section to play out. And it was, it was pretty entertaining apparently, but it was, it was a lot of lateral motion. So yeah, it was, so it was, uh, it was a lot of time spent barking up the wrong tree. 
I eventually told them that and they were like, oh, all right. Well, you know, I thought that, you know, you'd give us this and that. And I was like, well, so, oh, there was a lot of, there was a lot of use of commune. <laughs> and there were just some bad questions asked, you know, does she come here often? The answer is no, because she doesn't come here often, but every once in a while she does come here. God, I can't remember. Some of the other questions were just like, they're just like, tweak that just a little bit and, you know, drop a word, add a word, and we could get a good, solid answer. And uh, it's hard to come up with those questions on the spot, right? If you don't have, if you don't have a lot of experience with this, or if it's, if it's something that you don't use often, then yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to come up with. And of course, I'm sitting on the other side, knowing the questions they should ask that would get them answers and lead them like down a better path, right? Because the, the, what you would do was start out wide, right? And go narrow, 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 narrow. And what they did was start out narrow and got a bunch of no's. Um, yeah, so I kind of told them they were barking up the wrong tree and kind of gave them some advice and mentioned that, you know, I didn't think you were going to storm the castle. I thought you were going to do some reconnaissance and do a stakeout. And they were both like, oh, a stakeout. <laughs> so that's kind of what I, I had expected from them or what, what I had set them up for which maybe I should have been a more flexible DM and let them get in somewhere somehow there. But this is a, a secret organization that's not just going to randomly let people on the street know that they're there. I did give them a couple hints that they were there. I did not tell them how to find them. They did kind of try and walk in the front door and they got kicked out. But yeah, secret organization isn't going to, isn't going to be as obvious as, you know, trying to find somebody normal on the street. So yeah. I think that's about where the session ended. We talked a little bit about downtime, but did not do any downtime. So that's probably how the next session is going to be. It's going to be two weeks of downtime in the city of Brass or something like that while they wait for this weapon to be crafted. And I, I don't know, they might be going after Gazra first. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see where this goes. And uh, yeah, I, I, despite not using any of my prep at all, <laughs> I had a good time last night. And I think the players did too. So uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll get to editing these things. Talk to you. That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackernerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website, or email me at cockatrice-nuggets at gmail.com. Check out my new streams on twitch.tv slash jerry247. As always, you can use my blog at slackernerds to get links to my Patreon and all my other socials. Come join my new Discord server. Links in the show notes. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share with your friends or shout out from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out. It's great for me. Thanks for listening.